Toy Junkies. Golf Fatics, it's the Tour Junkies podcast for the Valspar Championship 2022 from the Innisbrook Resorts Copperhead Course. Poisonous Snake Pit coming at you. New background, Pat Perry coming at you, getting towdier and towdier, just dripping that tout all over the place here. I'm pumped. We're going to get right right into the top of the betting board for the Valspar Championship. The shorter range, Pat, up to 25 to 1. Talk through the betting approach. Talk through some of these guys, you know, coming over from a long week. Long week at the Players' Championship where Cam Smith what a week. took it down. And um, I got some names. I got a name up here I, I hate. Actually, I may ran on him now. I may ran on him uh, on the DraftKings show. But we're going to have a good one tonight, Pat, before we get into that top of the board. Um, I got the tequila tonight, a little tequila soda and orange, one of my favorites. Tequila. You know, the weather starts warming up. This is a great beverage. What, what do you got? You got a beer? Uh, a beer tonight. Classic City Lager. Mm. Yeah. Not From, very high. It's not very high test. Well, maybe. it's lager. It's lager. Um, hey, we had a great week last week. The Players' Championship was fun. It was carnage. I got to meet C. Wu last week. Hopefully everybody saw that. that. Uh, secured the Wu. That feels like ages ago. It really, it really does. does. It does. <laughs> We did the show live in person on your couch last week. That was great. What a great show that was. We may be doing that again very shortly to be, to be, to be announced later. Um, but I'm excited, man. We got a good show tonight. Top of the betting board for the Valspar. Pat, up to 25 to 1. You know, you got some of these guys returning from, like I said, from TPC. JT, Hovland. Xander had him a weekend. He, he had nothing to do. So did Morikawa. Uh, Louis Ustazen who kind of fizzled on Sunday, had a chance. Could have, could have hit for us on the card. He was the one name we both had. He, he bombed. Sam Burns, who had a chance and also kind of bombed. Dustin Johnson, who shot a 63 on Sunday to tie the course record, and nobody knew it. I don't even know that the broadcasting team knew it. I, I think I saw one shot. I don't know what was going on with that. Jason Kokrak, Terrell Hatton, and Matthew Fitzpatrick. So Fitzpatrick, uh, Morikawa, Xander, those three, I think, are the ones that really fell fell victim to the near three-and-a-half-shot wave difference at TPC Sawgrass, uh, and all, all had their weekends free up, which, you know, could be looked at as a good thing coming into the very difficult Innisbrook course, uh, the Copperhead course at Innisbrook. Now, I did release uh, the course breakdown video earlier today and podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, it's already up. I spent about 15 minutes giving you the stats, the trends, the, uh, you know, the player quotes that I find important when it comes to researching and understanding what does well at Copperhead and what this course is all about. So you're going to want to go listen to that. Uh, Pat and I are all studied up, and we're not going to, we're not going to you know, bore you with, with the details on the golf course, Pat. But what are you doing up here at the top of the board, if anything? And tell me one name you're going to avoid. Well, I think there are two guys really here that stand out. Um, one is, is Usti there, who um, is showing on the board at 16-1, at to 1, but I'm seeing them as high as close to 25 you know, he had um, a, a kind of a weird week last week. Yeah. Um, I really thought that he was going to come in on Sunday and contend, or Monday, I guess, and contend, contend for a win, but he did not. 
But still, I mean, I like UC a lot here. He's got great history. As a matter of fact, the history here is weird. It's, it's kind of like last week. You know, everybody's all over the place. You don't get a lot of good, consistent history on this course from, from, from certain guys. Yeah. But he does have really good, consistent history. He's played here four times in the last five years. Three of those were top tens, including the second-place finish in 2019. Remember, they did not play here in 2020 because of COVID. And another big difference is, I will say this, last year was in May. Yeah. Right? In May. Yep. Yeah. And so it's a little bit different as far as the grass surface at that time. They didn't have as much overseed. It was kind of getting, uh, you know, it was it was, it was more de- their natural Bermuda, Bermuda surface. Yeah. Whereas this year, there's a little more overseed than there, or a lot more overseed. Like, basically. Um, but I do like Usi a lot this week. I think at, at 24 to 1, that's a good number. And then why not? Why can we not go back to Sam Burns? It, it, you know, he's twenty-two to one in some places I've seen. You know, the the deal with Burns, you know, before really Arnold Palmer, is he just didn't have the hot putter. He had three straight weeks, I believe, where he lost stroke putting, which is kind of unusual for Sam Burns because he's a great putter, especially when he gets on Bermuda. Uh, and maybe that's why, because he wasn't on much Bermuda before that, but. You know, the last couple of weeks, his putter's gotten hot. So I'm okay with getting on Sam Burns. And we've seen back-to-back winners here before. We saw it with Paul Casey just years ago. So I, I like the number there. If you can get Sam Burns closer to like 20 to 1, 22 to 1, I think it's a pretty good As always, the Tour Junkies betting show brought to you by our friends at Covers.com. Winning starts at Covers.com. They've got everything you need. Now the baseball's back up and running. If you like to bet on the old, uh, you know, old America's pastime, you can do that. NBA mm-hmm. stuff, NHL stuff. Uh, they've just got everything you need over there. All the tools, uh, free resources. They've got a forum in there with over 500,000 members. It's free. You can get in there and mix it up with some folks. They help over 20 million sports bettors annually, and they've been doing that for over 25 years. Covers.com is where you go to start your betting process. And we're, they're proud, proud supporters, and, and we're proud supporters of Covers as well. Um, so appreciate Covers.com for supporting the podcast. In fact, our, our article has already dropped. You know, no, Everything's all thrown off because the players had to go and be weird. So our article is already up for this week. I've got uh, three, top, no, three head-to-head matchups in there, and I mixed it up in the article. I gave you a top 40 lock that I'm going to talk about later tonight, and I gave you two nationality prop bets that I love, which normally oh, wow. I don't. And I'm probably not going to talk about them on this show because people got to go read the article, but it's, it's good stuff, covers.com. Um, you know, Pat, so who's, the, who's your guy you're staying away from? Because I want to talk about a couple of your plays here, but who's the guy you're staying away from in this range? Well, I think if I'm looking in this range as far as stay away, I, well, several. But probably the biggest one is... is um, you figuring this out on the fly? I don't know. You didn't see it, it didn't, says stay away like what we've had for every... I didn't write that down. We've had that every, I'd say every week. I'd say Xander. Stay away from Xander. Just I mean, I just don't see... You like Xander see. last week, and then now you're, you're off of him because he missed the cut on the wrong side of the draw at the players. Yeah, I'm still going to be off of him. Yeah, yep. you, just, you, just, you just threw something out there right then. That's I what really you just did. did. I really did. I <laughs> threw that out there. <laughs> okay. Uh, Why are you saying that? Because you don't like him? Do you like him? No, I actually don't. Alexander. I don't have him written down anywhere, but I just, I remember last week. I don't remember a lot from last week's show, but I do remember <laughs> you liked Xander and you were like, 
And you, you no, also put it on the card. You also had the card. no reasons then, and you have no reasons now. It's just, oh yeah, it's a great play. It's, a great, it's fantastic. It's a great play. It's, it's you standard. know who else I didn't have any reasons for? Who? It was Cam Smith last week, and I believe there's a video out there of you dogging me for hey, Cam Smith. I posted the video. And he won the damn tournament. I posted the video, and I stand by it. Exactly what I said was going to happen, happened. He sprayed the ball all over the yard, which I cannot even fathom someone doing at a Pete Dye TPC Sawgrass. I can't even fathom it. I've been to that tournament like a handful of times now. I've played the golf course. I can't even believe that someone can go and lose almost six shots off the tee and win. But when you, when you gain golf, when you gain 11, it's golf. 11 putting, then it can happen. Great for Cam Smith. I love Cam Smith. I'm a big fan of Cam Smith. Really do love the guy. Yeah. Mad I that I, could, I wasn't on him. But I, I, I think my take last week was right. I think 99 out of 100 times that hit. There's no way he does what he did last week. Anyway, that's the TPC recap. Um, by the way, we do have uh, DP World Tour and Corn Ferry Tour podcasts hopping off, popping off, and hopping off this week. Uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, subscribe to those, download those. It'll be here on the YouTube page as well. I talked to Garrett Simmons, uh, which his, I affectionately call him Little Daddy because he, he started off, you know, these little young, young guys, they think they're all something, right? He started off all hot, comes out his first mm-hmm. show, hits an 80-1 to one winner, and he starts saying, call me Daddy, right? And so then I hit Hudson Swafford at 251, Luke List at 75-1, to one, and then he starts calling me Big Daddy. So he's Little Daddy. He's, he said he's got some good nuggets for us this week. He says this golf course. What am I? I mean, I hit a few in there in between. He like, doesn't try. You, you don't ever talk to Garrett. You don't am ever I talk like to big Garrett. uncle or something? No, no. You're just, you're, you're the, you're the, you're the real dad that's not even present anymore. You're, you've left. You're gone. Cause you put, you put the conversations on a separate group. You don't put it in the group. This is what you do. This he is what calls you me. Do. He calls D- me. DB, this is what you do. You, I, I want to see like. One day I'm going to pull it. I'm going to grab. When I die, you me. can have my phone, and I'll show you all the. And conversations I'm going to see all all the private text that yeah. you send to others. Yeah, I want all you to. All this shit talking about me. Oh yeah, well that's all I do is talk about you. I can't <laughs> stop talking about you. Uh, anyway, Garrett said he knows this course really well. He caddied at this at this course, and he says it's interesting. But he, he's got some heaters for us. He's got some bombs. He's going to deliver. And then uh, Mark Hill, DP World Tour is coming as well. So check that out. Uh, all right, top of the board for me. I agree with the Louis call. I think the 24-1 to 1 value on FanDuel right now, if you can still get it, I think it's still there. I'm not sure. But, yeah, 16-1 to 1 on DK, 24-1 to 1 on FanDuel. I mean, like all the reasons Pat said, great record here. He's playing great. I disregard the Sunday kind of – he didn't even get into the picture or the conversation on Sunday. Um, but that's a, good, that's a good number for Louis, I think. I like – I'm going to – you're going to hear a lot about Matthew Fitzpatrick from me this, this week. I'm back. I'm on Fitzy at no, 25 to one. Oh, no. Yeah, uh, caught the obviously caught the bad side of the draw. Missed the cut by two shots. You know, after losing three and a half on a, you know th- that side lost three and a half because of weather. Whatever. The guy's playing amazing. Before that, everybody was on him. Um, he was chalking DFS, which you know if you faded him, that was the right move. But it made all the sense in the world to bet on Matthew Fitzpatrick. And I think it still makes all the, all the sense in the world to bet on him. I don't know why you would stop now. This course suits him just as well as it has the last few Florida courses that everyone's been talking about how it suits him. He, he's only played here one time. He missed the cut. No big deal. I don't care. It was in 2018. He's a different player now for sure. And so I think Fitzpatrick at 25 to one is worth a shot. I think he wants to secure that first PJ tour victory. Now here's where I think it could get interesting. My fade is Sam Burns. Pat, my stay away that I wrote down 
is Sam Burns because, and I think I wrote this up in the covers column with a head-to-head matchup on him. I, I, I think you could visibly see him fighting the golf swing on Sunday. Like with the, with the coverage that he got, his swing was not, was not bueno. And he also talked about in a press conference, because I, you know, if you're in the nut hut, you know that I read all the press scripts. And, you know, if I find something interesting, I'll clip it, screenshot it, and put it in the, uh, all the transcripts from the press, uh, press conferences, put it in the nut hut. And my boy AC hooked us up and did that last week because I was at the players. But I think he talked about how the three missed cuts, you know, before the, before the Honda or Bay Hill or whatever it was, three missed cuts, how he'd really been fighting something on the swing and he felt like they got it figured out, which is great. And then he had a good showing and then he came to the players. And on the right side of the draw, he, he was in contention. He was there. And then he kind of looked like he really fought it on Sunday. I'm not saying that means he's going to miss the cut. I'm not saying that means he can't top 25. I'm not saying that means he can't even win. Like, he's obviously Sam Burns. He can win. Yes, he can. I just think if I've got to pick a name up here, the guy that I think was clearly fighting it on Sunday, he's now coming to defend his first t- a PJ Tour victory of his career. This is where he won first, and he's coming around to, to, to make it happen, all the responsibilities that go with that. After a dreadfully long week at PPC, one could, could suppose that young Sam, had he not been this week's defending champion, may have already said sayonara and withdrawn like a few others. Um, I just don't think that's the play at 18-1 to 1 for Sam Burns. I'm not, again, not saying he can't have a great week. I just say if I got to pick one, it's Sam Burns. He's out for me. Care to rebuttal or are you good? I mean, you know, I mean, you make some good points, but I still, I don't, I don't know. I don't. Hey, Sam, will you clip know. that? Will you clip that? I don't know if I clip that. saw the same thing you did, that he was fighting a whole lot, but whatever. Okay. I mean, not like, I mean, he's playing in the best field in golf, still finished T26. Yeah. Maybe he had a bad final round. So he did. did. Louis, so did the guy you just said you like, Usti. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, yeah, I know. I get it. Um, all right. Let's, let's keep it moving. You want to? Sam, why do you? Put in the chat, like, if I said clip that, you'd probably be like, ah, fuck you. <laughs> There's the explicit label on this week's podcast. Um, <laughs> Sam, I know you wouldn't. I'm just that. All right, let's. I'm kind of in a feisty mood. If oh, are you? Uh, yeah, I started off in, a, in kind of grumpy because I had to switch my computer. Sweet. Oh, yeah. Anyway, let's go. You did. Um, let's keep it moving. Mid-range up to 75 to 1. This will be a hot category, I believe. Um, you got guys like Shane Lowry, who was pretty popular last week, ended up playing great. Keegan Bradley. Oh, I'm actually so glad he did not win because, I mean, of all the times I've bet Keegan Bradley, if had he won last week, not been on my card, I really would have been pissed. Um, Tommy Fleetwood, who continues to just let down people. Um, Alex Norton had a good week. Adam Hadwin had a great Sunday. Our boy Cebez is back. You know, Cbez. Uh, who else? Russell Knox had a great Sunday. He's up here at seventy to one. Kisner had a great weekend, seventy to one. HV three had a good weekend, seventy to one. Webb Simpson gonna come back. I don't know if, what he's doing. So anyway, that's the mid range. Um, I'll I'll start with a few here. I mean, I definitely like Alex Norin. I, I like this this trio here. Well, actually, HV three can get a little better somewhere else. I like the trio of uh, Norin, Knox, and HV three. Knox and Norin both 70 to 1. That's the best number you can get. HV3 is 75 to 1 on FanDuel. You can get a little extra, you know, a little extra cheddar, a little extra moss on, uh, on uh, HV3 there if you want. So, yeah, I mean, really, all three of these guys showing great form lately. HV3 is, 
feels just more like a I don't know. It just feels like the guys like like it, it could be coming at any at any point. Like I, I know we've been betting HV three for a long time. He's broken our hearts once or twice. He can't seem to win on the PGA tour over here, right? Um, but it feels like it's just kind of coming. He's got these good finishes that he's popped up uh, with the T six, obviously last week at the Players, and he does mix it in there with some miscuts. And you're like, what what is going on? You look at how you know. The fall went for him last year, 11th at the Northern Trust, 12th at BMW, 11th at Sanderson. He was kind of in the conversation. He's had all these close calls last year at the Heritage. He had a close call finish runner-up. But now he's got that baby, you know. Life is good. Mama's good. Baby's good. You know, like I'm, 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 I'm out here. I'm like settling in to like my third or fourth year. But he's, you know, and I know producer Sam is bummed about HV3 because he had a ticket on him last week and he, he crapped the bed because he can't putt. But the, the team no putt guys that that's all of a sudden when they when they get lucky that one week there it is you know I'm gonna talk about another guy I don't know if it'll, yeah I'm gonna talk about another guy in the next category that fits that mold and I just feel like things are starting to align in the universe for HV3 so I'm gonna go ahead and start taking a piece I haven't actually put him on the betting card in a long time it's been a while since I've had him on the card so this doesn't feel like a Luke List situation where I'm just auto betting him until he wins. But I'm starting to kind of get the feels, especially one week after he, he really punched producer Sam in the wiener on Sunday. I think that's when we get on it. You know, we start. And then if he wins and Sam doesn't have him on the ticket, then Sam goes absolutely postal. That's what I'm here for. So, yeah, I, I kind of like that. Um, I mean, Kokrak and Lowry are, are interesting to me. I, they may end up on the betting card for me, but I, I feel like there's too much value in that 70 range I really like. Yeah, I think um, there's a – this is a, a, a big range for me. I love this yeah. range. Um, so, But first, DB, you know what I love? Oh, what, what's that? I love very green grass. Okay, oh, I love yeah, grass. me too. Oh, me too. I love grass. Um, and you know what? It's hard to imagine, but spring is almost here. Uh, actually, is it here? I don't even know. Is, is it here? Uh, Has it arrived? I think it's March 21st. Isn't that the first official day of spring? Uh, I believe so. We are so close to feeling that soft grass under mm. our feet. But mm. first, we need to get our lawn back. Okay. Yeah. Thankfully, Sunday gets your lawn growing and it helps to keep it healthy all season long. Okay. You know, you get you worry about all the chemicals you're using, keep the yard looking at its best. Traditional lawn care lays down 90 million pounds of pesticides each year. <laughs> Sunday is different, DB. Okay. They're on a mission change how people care for their yards okay that's what we need to do we need to be on a mission to care for our yards in the right way sunday can help you grow a beautiful lawn without guesswork or the nasty chemicals their custom plans include fertilizer and everything you need to easily care for your lawn and with ingredients like seaweed iron and molasses you can feel good with kids and pets being around okay all you have to do is visit getsunday.com put in your address and they're a lawn analysis tool does the rest oh yeah okay i've done this fantastic i mean it even shows a picture of it's kind of it's kind of crazy it shows a picture of your lawn and everything tells you everything you're doing wrong um but then it uses soil and climate data to create a personal nutrient plan delivered to your door when you need it okay just attach the ready to use pouch to a garden hose hose <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. 
a garden hoe. Is that like a garden gnome? You just you just take a hoe, like a, a ceramic hoe that's like l- l- looking real thotty. She got you know she got some fishnet stockings on, maybe some cleavage, you know, and she's you put her out in front of your yard. It's your garden hoe. Can we mark? Can somebody? Can we sell those? <laughs> Why do these things happen to me? <laughs> she, she's not a hoe. She's a sex worker. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh lord. Anyway, it takes less than fifteen minutes. My my mind uh, goes to uh, one of my favorite movies, Pootie Tang. With uh, yeah. with Wanda Sykes, who uh, who <laughs> who uh, when somebody asks her, pulls up and asks her how much, she goes, "Just because a lady like to stand on the street corner and dress fancy, don't mean she hooking." And then she slaps him in the face. <laughs> I just picture like a Wanda Sykes Pootie Tang uh, garden garden uh, hose yeah. standing out in your yard. All right, f- finish the read. Right. I'm sure anyway. I'm sure Sunday's gonna love this. Sunday is offering our listeners twenty percent <laughs> off. Okay. Full season plans start at just $129, and you can get 20% off of that at checkout when you go visit sunday.com slash junkies20, okay? That's 20% off your custom plan at getsunday.com slash junkies20. Get that, get that card stuff. <laughs> um, actually, before you get to your picks in this range, Pat, we do have a good question I think we should attack uh, here in the, in the chat. Brian Farmer. Um, or no, Taylor McCutcheon, our boy Taylor, says he writes an article for us on tourjunkies.com. How important is course history this week? What are your thoughts? So I talked about this in the course breakdown. Um, there were a number of players. Paul Casey, defending champ. Carl Schwartzel uh, talked about it. He's won here before, too, I think. Yeah. Um, talk- I actually listened to this. Very good information. Did you? Fantastic. They both said that experience tends to matter here from the standpoint of wind. A lot of a lot both mentioned wind direction and how different wind directions can change, you know, kind of how the whole thing is played. And then it takes a couple of times through it to kind of understand that. Um, now, what's interesting is, like Pat said, when you look at course history of these players, it does tend to be a little like sawgrass where like. There aren't too many guys who just consistently knock it out of the park here. There's usually a lot of ups and downs. Um, and, that, and that may not necessarily mean that course history should be tossed out, but it just may mean it just may speak again to the variance of this golf course, which I think there is some. This Florida swing is just the, the Florida variant swing is what it is. It really is. Um, so I, I, think you, I think you weighed it, but I don't think you weighed it heavily this week. This is not a week where I'm like really going after it. Um, but I, but I am waiting and I am looking at it. And, and maybe it's not even kind of like last week we talked about how it's not necessarily the, how they finish each year, but it's like how many, how many times have they played the golf course and like been in tournament conditions here? You know, do they know something? So like even if their best finish is like a 48 and they've played it three times, like that's not terrible. We're not going to toss it out. It means that they've, they've gotten some laps in, but they just haven't really been able to close the door. Now, I think a secret weapon to this is our boy Caddy John Radhouse, who is uh, in the nut hut every week uh helping out passing out a lot of good information from the caddies and from his own experience caddying on these golf courses caddy john gives us a nice write-up every single week in the nut hut caddy info thread which if you are a paying member you can see and have access to so all the more reason to be in the nut hut plus a bunch of people won a bunch of money last week we had a listener win a million dollars last week on uh on DraftKings. one the i think it was the the 22 22 contest or something uh anyway that's that's my take on the history pat i'll let you you know, piggyback on that and also your picks in this range. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it, again, it, 
a little bit of history, but then also just experience. That you heard from the players that you were talking about, um, knowing the, their way around the course. Um, so, with that in mind, key folks that I like in this range, I like Shane Lowry. I'm just going to keep going with Shane Lowry. I mean, yeah. he's been playing fantastic. Around 30 to 1. Um, I think that's a good number for him. Um, if you look at the stats to Shane, I mean, all of it lines up for a good week. I mean, he's fourth in the field in approach. He's fourth in ball striking, 12th in bogey avoidance, 12th in green regulation. Uh, putting's always a little bit of an issue for him on Bermuda, but still, uh, big fan of Lowry this week at 31. I like Abraham Anser at 35 to 1. I think, um, you know, he's, I'm probably, am I repeating anybody that you've already said? No. No. I would Why not. Why don't you if, like Anser? I just don't. Wait a minute. Uh, no, I just don't. I, I don't. I'm not. I'm still not. I'm still not 100 I mean, percent sold. I was kind of. He was popping a little bit before last week, and and I thought, you know, he he had up and down again too last week, but still, T33 had some good rounds in there. He's got a great history. Um, I'm just so, not sold. Not that I don't like answer. I'm still not convinced he's a killer. He's the killer that everybody wants him to be. And I know he won, you know, he won a WGC event last year. Just, you think he just, just likes good. to be up there and play in golf and yeah. not like trying to win or anything? I just Is don't that what you're saying? I just don't see it. And I don't love the tools the tools that he's working with. And I'm not you know, insanely in love with that. But he is a good player. He is a good player. Uh, he he probably could prove me wrong here, but I just don't. It's hard for me to pull the trigger on him in an outright situation. I definitely get it in DFS sometimes. I, I get it top twenty stuff, but I, I stop at his name weekly, and I'm like, good no, he's not going to win. You know, I don't yeah. know. All right, well, a couple more here that I like. Um, Adam Hadwin is sixty to one. Uh, he has won this golf tournament before. I thought he was seventy. Is he sixty now? Um, Are people betting him down? Either way, you, you can oh no! Now 70. he's sixty. He was seventy. He is sixty now. Yeah, I mean, but he's another guy. Um, he's one here, so has the good course history. He was top ten last week. Kind of a sneaky top ten. Finished on the back nine, I believe. Um, yeah, he had a good Sunday. Just had a really good. Um, it's a Monday. TV was a Monday. God dang it! I keep saying that. I don't. Now that I'm full time TJ, I don't. I don't ever know what day it is. You know, it's kind of like when I was working from home during COVID, you would forget like what, yeah. what day it is. And I think, too, because yesterday I knew we weren't doing a podcast, and like the next day was going to be the podcast, it made it feel like a Sunday even more, because that's how Sundays feel. Like, oh, podcast tomorrow. Yeah. No. Yeah, it, the whole TPC, it, it effed everything. It really yeah. did. But Hadwin, though, he is checking a lot of boxes. Top 10 in approach, top 20 in ball strike, top 10 in bogey avoidance, you know, always putts well. He hits it very accurate off the tee. Um, and, you know, one thing I looked at, which I'm going to mention a few times in both shows, is I did look at proximity stamp because I think that 175 to 200 range where they, they're going to have a lot of long irons into these greens, whether it's on the par fives or in these par fours. Uh, remember, you have less par fours, by the way, because there's five par threes on this golf course um, and four yeah. par fives. Um, but I still, they're going to have a lot of long irons in here. So I did throw in some proximity stats in that 175 to 200 range just to give me a good idea of, of people that I think 
tend to hit the ball relatively close to the hole. Yeah, on that in that range. And I will I will help you here, Pat. Everybody probably thinks I'm ready to like jump on you here. Paul Casey, in that if you watch the course breakdown show, I gave a quote from Paul Casey, and he specifically said that this golf course produces a lot of mid to long iron shots. And he specifically mm-hmm. said shots between over 175 up to 225 between the par threes that are long and difficult, uh, the par the four par fives as you mentioned, if you're going for them there. And, and then some of these par fours. So I, I will agree with you. We want to try and find someone who historically for, the, I think, the long term has been known to hit their long irons well. I, I will give you that. And I'm out. Yes. And there's, there's not a whole lot of ways to find that other than looking at proximity. Proceed. The last one I'll give Kevin Kisner, 75-1. I like Kiz coming off of a good week. Although, there's two sides, actually. Kiz coming off of a good week yeah, could mean he's hot. Yeah. Because he is a hot and cold player. He really mm-hmm. is. We've mm-hmm. known that forever. It also mean that he just won a million dollars to finish fourth place. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, yeah. I'm going to go with the the first part. I'm going to go with I think the kids can have. This is a good course for him. You know, he's a guy that hit. You know, he can pretty he pretty much hit every shot that he wants to hit. Um, hits long irons well, accurate off the tee. You know, good putter, all of those kind of things. I, I think that um, I think kids can have a good week here. Now he's never like been lights out on this course, but still, um, I, I like kids. I like that. I mean, seventy-five to one. It, a guy coming off of that. Oh, oh, JT John Tiller is on the back for him too on Sunday. I guess. I guess Dewey. You know, Dewey was, was a sick. tough week. Was he? He sick? left actually in the uh, after the fifth hole of that round. Oh, didn't know that. Okay. Oh, was that a separate text you had going that you didn't put me on, buddy? No, actually, it was me listening to another podcast. <laughs> he was. It wasn't a podcast. It was on PGA XM. Oh. It was on XM Radio. He was. He did an interview today on a show on that uh, on that channel, uh, and uh, he said that um, Dewey got sick, had to basically. Gotcha. He tried to gut it out, but JT had to take over. Okay. Um, before we get on to the bombs, uh, the golf live the live golf event that we're having in September in Pennsylvania, guys, I'm telling you, this thing is popping off. I'm excited. Thank you to all of you who have already signed up. We've had an incredible response already. We're excited about it. But here's what I want to say. I want to give the people an update. The two-day tickets, the two-day tickets, so that's the Friday grudge match where you're choosing Team DB or Team Pat. That is the VIP party on Friday night with your teammates, myself, Pat, our teammates, whatever. And that is, uh, that is also the Saturday uh, shenanigan. The two-day ticket, there are this many left. We have five left on Team Pat. Pat's all Pat's whining and pissing and moaning has finally paid off, know. and now you've got know. now you you've got more people. Started. Well, I, I started it, and then you just just kept going for weeks about it. So anyway, Pat only has five spots left, and when those are gone, that is it. That's that's done. We've just, we did decide no to more. open it up to more people, but this is it. So that will be twenty-two players on each team. Uh, once both teams are full, and that will be it for Friday. So there will be 44 of you 
us, the Tour Junkies family, will all be there. You guys will compete. Me and Pat will ride around as captains, scoping out our team, encouraging, making sure you're well hydrated, uh, doing all the things. And then that will culminate after your 18-hole matches, match play there, that will culminate with a shootout between myself and Pat. You guys will all be surrounding us in golf carts, listening to music, screaming, yelling, uh, drinking, doing whatever. And, and we're going to decide that the first ever winner of the Golby's Cup, just like that. And it's going to be an amazing night. And then after that, we're all going to have a great time. We're going to eat. We're going to drink. We're going to party. We're going to have a great time at, uh, at Mountain Valley in Barnesville, Pennsylvania. It's a lovely 36-hole uh, golf country club area there. It's going to be beautiful. They're hosting us. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And um, so that is th those tickets. So Pat has five people left. Five. I have nine spots left on my team. Nine spots for Team DB, five spots for Pat. When those are gone, they're gone, all right? Then the Saturday scramble tickets. There are there, there are probably uh, close to 100, uh, maybe a little less than 100 of those available. Those are just for all day Saturday. So that's a lunch, that's your round, that's uh, a dinner that night, that's beer, wine, and specialty TJ cocktails throughout the day, and all the other fun that we're going to have that evening. We're going to party Saturday night as well. It's going to be a blast. Okay, we're gonna have so much fun. It's gonna be the best golf tournament we've ever been to. Um, don't forget, if you want to spend the night, you can stay on the range. You can sleep on the range and camp out. Bring your own stuff. That's free. You don't have to pay anything. If you want to bring an RV or a camper, you can park in the parking lot. That's free. You don't have to pay anything. But there's also a hotel a few miles away. We have rooms blocked off. When those are gone, they're also gone. So all that information is on the event details. The link is in the podcast description and in this YouTube page. But there was a couple things that came up over the week. I want to make sure people know. Yes, you can bring friends. You can bring friends. Even if they don't listen yeah. to Tour Junkies, you can bring them. I saw uh, a couple people bought a ticket for Saturday, and they bought three more for their buddies. They're, they're bringing their foursome. You know, you can do that. And they're messaging us saying, oh, they don't listen. They don't have to be listeners. Um, can't read my own writing. I have a question. Yes. Sam. Okay, go ahead. If, if people are camping out on the, on the range and stuff, can they have fires? Can we have bonfires on the range? Sam? Bonfires? I don't know. <laughs> Sam, what, what, what about grill? Sam says he's going to make a fire pit. Oh, okay. There you go. What about grill? Um, he's, he's, he's got it. Yes to grills. Look, okay. Yes to grills. Right. Just, just a few details that I wanted to know. You need to know that your ticket includes all your golf, your cart. It includes uh, two meals each day. So Friday you're going to get lunch and dinner. Saturday you're going to get lunch and dinner. And it includes your beer, wine, and specialty TJ cocktails. I mean, this is a really great deal. So get in it right now and when those friday ones are gone it's over and then we're going to start pushing the saturday scramble big time and you can also come as a spectator we've had a couple of people yeah. buy spectator tickets you can do both days you can do just saturday if you don't play golf you're just a tj fan you want to come hang out party meet people come on you know the, the spectator tickets are, are also easy and those include your food and beverage they just not everything but golf so knock yourself out the hey, uh go ahead and get the i mean only five left for, for Team Pat. I mean, let's go ahead and fill up Team Pat and make DB peg get the rest of his. I mean, look, only five. Yeah. Only five. Only <laughs> five. Nine for me. Five for Pat. So, let's go. All right. Uh, let's keep it moving, Pat. Let's get to the long range up to 130 to 1. I only have a few names here, and I don't really feel great about, well, i tell you the one. So, I want to bring this guy up because I've mentioned, you know, HV3, kind of team no putt, whatever, right? Um, another team no putt guy and a guy that I had in DFS and he was looking good and kind of 
fizzled. He made the cut, and then he fizzled over the weekend. Um, but I, I'm a sucker for Aaron Wise. Aaron Wise mm. only won one time on the PJ Tour. Yet he, sent, he tends to be a darling for a lot of people in the community. But uh, he's 100-1 to 1 on DraftKings. Checks the box on approach. Bogey avoidance, he's actually shockingly good at for a guy like him that's kind of you know, erratic at times, but uh, hits it a long way off the tee. He's, he avoids bogeys. He plays well on tough tracks. And long-term, he hasn't been doing it great lately, but long-term and throughout his PGA Tour career, he's been one of the best scramblers on tour, like really good. But he cannot putt. He is 100% team no putt. Now, he was on a decent little run late last year, early this year, where he was like at least positive in strokes game putting. And the last two events, the Arnold Palmer and the players, he lost four and a half strokes putting at the API and five putting at the players. Finished 17th at API, 50th at the players, thanks to, like I said, a rough weekend. But the ball striking has been tremendous the last couple of events. Uh, just strokes game ball striking, over seven shots at the players and over eight shots at the API. So, I mean, it's just one of those guys like a Luke List that all he needs is one week where the putter is average or slightly better than field average, and, and he's there. Um, so I think, I, think I'll have a little, I think I'll have a little Aaron Wise. And actually, last time he played this event was 2018, and he actually gained three strokes putting and lost five and a half tee to green, which is not his MO. So I think I'm going to buy a little Aaron Wise at 101. It's a, it's a tempting little piece there. And then, uh, you know, maybe, I don't know, Pat, take me to Denny's. What if I told you I wanted to go to yes, Denny's tonight? go to Denny's. I think I do. Get you some shrimp. Despite his, despite his terrible iron play and, and, you know, historically not being a great long iron player, the putting, the around the green play, does avoid the bogeys. Um, I mean, he's, he's, he's interesting. He's had a couple close calls. He was in, he was in the mix at the Amex. Uh, he was in the mix at the Honda last year, Bermuda, a couple times, I think. Um, so, I don't know. McCarthy at 90-1 to 1 just seems like something I'd, you know, whatever. He finished ninth here his first time out in 2019, finished 39th last year. Um, crushes it on the greens here like he always does. I don't know. Denny feels interesting to me. Um, it just is a name that popped in this range. That, you know, felt like I might put a little sprinkle on it. That's probably it for me, though. Okay. Um, that's actually what I, I feel like he's one of the first people we've agreed on. No. Out, outside of Usi. Because I liked him. Another guy I liked, you did not like last week, by the way. You actually walked with his group. Huh. In, Freaking in Kazire. Did you see what he did off the tee? Was it not what I said he was doing off the tee? No, you are correct, but he still managed to like Cam Smith. Also, <laughs> also, so I told you, cause I, and I think I put this in the nut hut, he was spraying the ball everywhere off the tee. And then I put this in the nut hut, and I know, or maybe I did. I know I told you on 16, he shanked the ball and almost hit Aaron Fleener in the back of the head, and definitely ended his week and possibly his life. I mean, this ball yeah. was screaming off the hosel. That he also I, shanked one on 17. And then I was going to say, and then he shanked one on 17. I mean, what I saw was real. I, he just lucky rabbit's he foot. Still, the rest he of still it. finished t 22. I know. <laughs> like, like I know. can you imagine? He had 10 birdies on Sunday. I mean, this guy is. He is playing really well. Did you see the well. stash? Did you see the stash? No, I didn't. The see mustache it. is fire. I mean, I gotta say, I don't love the mustache on a lot of people, but it looks good on him. He looks like a a longer Doc Redman, like a long Doc, you yeah. know, real long. Um, Kazire's yeah, the man. Like, is, is he like a is he like a, a Western character, like from uh, 
No, not like he, like EVR it's looks not like, like a, a Doc Holiday or anything. No, like it's just I don't know something about it. It's just like really clean. It kind of fits him, you know. It's not like super scraggly. It's not over the top, but it's not like so small, you know. I don't know. It it, it looks it looks good. I like I like it on Patton. It, it looks it looks nice. He's a great guy well, too, man. Patton. Because he's fun. been playing really well. I mean, he has been. His, you know, taking the top twenty-five last week, then the T thirty-two at the on Palmer. One at Genesis, top ten at Phoenix. He's really been playing well, pretty much all year. So at 130 to one, a guy that's been in good form um, does have experience on the top. Um, Multiple PJ Tour winner, right? Has he won twice? Three yeah, times. He had like two and one, two like really close together, didn't he? Um, I could, Boy, I mean, I just can't tell you how bad he was spraying it that day. God, oh. He was everywhere. Um. Anyway, still, I like. That's really all I got in this. I mean, I yeah, have, it's not I my favorite McCarthy. range. This is not a like a huge range that I love. I don't love the next range. I mean, if you look at it over the last few years, Sam Burns won last year at seventy to one, and Adam Hadwin won at one twenty-five to one. But other than that, it's been a lot of shorter numbers. Your Paul Casey's um, at twenty-five or something to one. Charles Schwartzel was 33 to 1 when he won. Jordan Speeth is 16 to 1 when he won. So, I mean, it, it hasn't been, we haven't seen a ton of bombs of late. Uh, I mean, Burns is 70 to 1, whatever, but we all knew he, he was, he was world class coming. He was a winner at every level. So, it does feel like the winner's going to come from that 70 to 70 and shorter range this week. Um, yeah, I don't have a ton. I do have, I do have some Hello Fresh in the fridge, though. I'll tell you that, Pat. And I, Whenever I got HelloFresh in the fridge, I usually get happy. Like this week, I had those uh, Korean those Korean meatballs with the rice and the uh, green beans with the um, yeah. What's the barbecue stuff. sauce they call it? Um, bulgogi, bulgogi sauce, delicious mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, HelloFresh delivers pre-portioned ingredients to your door, including farm fresh produce that arrives within a week. So you get the convenience of skip. You don't. <laughs> so you get convenience without skipping on quality. Skimping is that a word? See, it's not as it's okay. not as easy as people think. <laughs> Skip the trip to the grocery store, saving you the wait in long lines and ensuring you don't waste money on excess food. What I like is you can go in there and you can order, you can pick out your meals ahead of time. You can say, "Nope, don't want that. I want this. I want that. I want this. I want that." It's easy, and they're seventy-two percent cheaper than rest than a restaurant meal of the same quality. And you can save on average over sixty-five dollars a month when you order HelloFresh instead of grocery shopping. That's money back in your pocket, which you need right now with all this inflation and stuff, cost and stuff. You know, um, it's great stuff. It really is. So I've been using HelloFresh for over a year now. Enjoy cooking it. Me and the wife, you know, we do it. We turn on some music or something. We have a great time in the kitchen. It gets maybe gets romantic. Maybe it's a little, you know, a little head start to what you got trying to lock up later. You know, if you're trying to lock that up, be a man in the kitchen. You know what I mean? That, you know, handles your, your business in the kitchen. Sexy time, I like to call it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so go to HelloFresh.com slash TourJunkie16 and use code TourJunkie16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. That means you get to gift a meal to somebody else, which is pretty cool. I've done that. Um, so go to HelloFresh.com slash TourJunkie16 and use code TourJunkie16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kits and we know it and they know it and you know it and your mama knows it and if she doesn't know it she should know it all right pat let's get to it any bombs over 160 to one i don't i don't have i don't have many i mean the the there's so so many is so small i can't barely read it 
Um, definitely would prefer some of these guys at, at top 20 numbers. I do want to ask you this, though. I just mentioned Doc Redman. Is Doc Redman back? Is he back? Can we say he's back? I mean, I guess. I love Doc Redman. Like, I'm a big fan of the guy. The the guy. I I don't think you bet him to win, but, yeah, maybe a top 20 or something. So, but but Doc, in his PGA Tour career, and it's been ups and – it's had its ups and downs. He's he's been in the mix. Like, Doc is not one that when he gets – you know, I talked about this with Seabez a couple weeks ago. Seabez hadn't been in the mix yet late on a Sunday on the PGA Tour. Doc has been through the fire. I mean, one of his first events out in 2019, he was in the fire of the Rocket Mortgage, finished runner-up, couldn't get it done. 2020, August, the Wyndham, finished third. I remember that one. I remember that one. I had him bet. I, I bet him outright that week. Two weeks later, finished third at the Fortinet. Three weeks after that, finished fourth at the Bermuda. Um, finished runner-up at the Palmetto last year, the tournament that we won't talk anymore about. Like, Doc has been in the flames a little bit late on a Sunday. But what I'm seeing here lately, because Doc's iron play was, was always super solid. Like, off the tee and iron play was always super solid, and he lost it for a little bit. But what I'm seeing here lately is, like, you know, four out of his last five events gaining strokes on approach, starting to do some things with the putter. 26th at the players. That's a, that's a big deal. 33rd at Pebble Beach. 25th at the Farmers. I don't know. I just feel like he's, he's 190 to 1 on FanDuel, and Redmond just feels like one of those bombs that, you know, I, I don't know. It could be interesting. I feel like if he got in the mix and he had his best stuff, I think he could actually close the door. I don't think it would be too big for him. I don't think he'd freak out. I think he'd get it done. Um, another guy kind of like this is a bomb. Just a couple here in the plus 200 number. Danny Lee at 250 to 1. <laughs> he kind of. Uh, he kind of showed up. For Did he? Yeah, he, sh- he shows up a little bit. Um, he's 251 on BetMGM. Uh, Danny Lee, what can we say about Danny Lee? I mean, he's, he's Danny Lee. He's as volatile, as volatile as they come. But he's, he's, popped, he's popped some form a little bit, and he's played the Valspar decent. He's got a 21st here last year, finished 7th in 2015 here. Place tends to, uh, to serve, you know, suit his eye, I guess. 21st at the Genesis earlier. I don't know. Danny Lee at 250. Uh, Matt Naismith at 250, I like. Ball striker, you just, you know, like Aaron Wise, you're waiting on the putter. Now, he hadn't really been in it late, so I don't know if that's really going to happen, but it's a number. Hank Lebiota at 280 to 1. I have on authority that Hank definitely, uh, he finished 63rd at the Genesis, but he hit it better than it may have appeared. I think he caught a couple bad breaks off the tee, leading him to lose four shots off the tee while gaining five on approach, which is very good. So, and Hank kind of, he tends to run like real hot and cold. So if the irons are turning up, you know, he had that little run in the summer last year, fifth at the Travelers, fourth at the Rocket Mortgage, eighth at the John Deere, where everybody's like, oh, my God, Hank, here comes Hank Leviota, and then he fizzled out. He's at 280 to 1. I don't know. He's, he's been tested by the fire a little bit. Not a lot, but just a little bit. So I, I, don't, I don't know if I'll bet any of those, but those are some long shots, if, you, if you're interested, that caught my eye. Well, I'll give you a couple here that I'll. Um, I think in the right at 190 to one, 200 to one range, I think Nick Taylor is a decent play here. Um, yeah, he popped for me this too. Just, this just feels like a good, a good course fit for him. Um, you know, right around with the other, the other Taylor, Vaughn Taylor, another one. They, these are two guys that, boy, Vaughn Taylor just, just kills the model this week. Like, yeah, and they've, they've both. One on the same course, Pebble Beach. Um, 
But I, I think if you look at their games, they're just, you know, really good off the tee. You know, don't make big striker. numbers. Yeah, they don't make, you know, it's just, it's, there's not a whole lot of excitement to this their games, but that's, that's what you get this um, on this course. Um, another one I'm kind of surprised you didn't mention, and, and this is, um, you know, who knows? Maybe he gets his first ever win, and he doesn't have any experience here at all. But he's a guy that we've been talking about pretty much all year um, at at most events, and that's Grayson Sig at two hundred to one. Uh, you know, I, he's another one that I think can been burning me, you know, man. I'm I'm a little burned by him. I'm a little you burned out him. by some Sig. Yeah, he's 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 hurt me. The weeks I've been on him, he's yeah. like a he's like a young Gary Woodland to me right now. Like when I'm on him, he sucks. When I'm off him, he, when I'm off him, he's top twenty five. I mean, we're gonna have him on the show. We've been talking to him, so well, I'm gonna ask him about it. But I just can't. I think I like him better as a top twenty. But given an outright two hundred. All right, there you go. There's the bombs. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk a little prize picks before we dish out our favorite outright bets. Price picks last week was probably our worst week. We've been we've been pretty hot. The FGS has definitely been hot. FGS has, you know, got a great winning percentage going right now. The show last week we went one and two. FGS went three and two, so not super good. But you know, we're getting there. You know, we're getting last there. week we got caught. I got caught a little bit, not necessarily on the fantasy gospel, but I did on my own personal plays with some of the wave. Because I put in plays Wednesday night that had some afternoon guys, and then it just got totally screwed. So, yeah, I did. Um, good, good on prize pick for that. <laughs> yeah, late on late on Monday. God dang it! Late on Monday, I did bring it to the attention of some nut hutters that they threw up. They just like randomly threw up some uh, whole sixteen props and uh, like like birdie or you know total score numbers on that. And I feasted on that because it was all at four and a half and I was picking the over and unders or whatever. I would, I would pick two guys and I'd do the flex play where you only have to get one right. And I, was ma- I made money on every single group. So if, as long as I was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to do it on the first group. If I hit, I'm going to keep going. And I just kept going until they didn't offer them anymore. And I made like 150 bucks. Easy. So Price Picks is killing it. It's, uh, it's great stuff, man. We really appreciate Price Picks. And listen, um, we need to make an announcement here too, Pat. Big oh, announcement. Is it announcement time? Let's do it. Let's do it. The Road to Augusta, presented by Price Picks. We are so thrilled that Price Picks chose to partner with us and do this. We wanted to do this contest so bad. We did it years ago, like 2016, 2017. We did it with another company that's no longer existent, in existence anymore. But it was just such a great time to host a listener to Augusta and, and get to show them the road. And you guys responded. We 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 did this. You know, we did the contest over the last six weeks or so. Prize Picks generously has volunteered to fly out, not just a listener but also a guest. Put them up in a hotel for three nights. Treat them to a round of golf with me and Pat on Monday at Champions Creek. Dinner Monday night. Party Monday night at Champions. Tuesday, spend all day out at Augusta and having a great time. It's just going to be an awesome time. And uh, Prize Picks notified us of the winner that was randomly selected uh, over at Prize Picks. We couldn't find a way to make it happen live here. But a winner has been selected, and I do have to say, for those of you that are not the winner, the winner has accepted the offer and has cleared their schedule, and it is done. It is locked up. Airline tickets are bought. It's over. Because I know one year we did this. Boom. One year we did this, Pat. Remember, like, the guy didn't took- respond for 24 yeah. hours, and people were like, 
all right, if he doesn't respond, we draw again. And so he drew again, and then the one guy who couldn't get off of work, like literally his boss wouldn't let him off of work to go to Augusta. So this one's done. Um, the winner of the 2022 prize picks road to Augusta, coming to Augusta, Georgia, is Mr. Steve Smetana. Smet- I think that's, how do you say his name, Pat? Oh, nice. Steve. Steve Smetana. 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 Steve is a Nut Hut member, which I'm pumped about. Which that's amazing. Schmitty, he goes by in the Nut Hut. Schmitty 88, I think. Nut Hut member. And I'm also really excited about this. Me and Pat love treating people who have never been to the Masters. Yes. We love treating them. Steve has never been, and he's bringing his son who's never been. So that's awesome. Super pumped about that. Um, we just can't wait. It's going to be a great time. Thank you to everybody who played. Thank you to Prize Picks. Steve is in. It's going to be a great contest. And for everyone else, I'm sorry you're not Steve. But he seems like a great guy, very deserving. Yeah. Okay, that's that. Let's get to the picks, Pat. Now, we're going to do a couple extra picks because you're not going to be doing Fantasy Golf Sommelier this week because of the weird schedule, right? Yep, not going to be able to do it this week. Usually I record tonight. And we're doing the show tonight. I'm not going to be able to do it. So we're going to... We'll be back on that next week. Okay. Going strong leading up to the Masters. So I'm going to give you two picks. Okay. Great. I love this. Usually I do one. Um, and I'm going to start with this. Um, I'm going to the whole place. So on number 11, which is a par five, it is the second easiest hole on the course. Um, pretty fairly, you know, it's a straightforward par five. It, it does get a little tight kind of in the landing areas, um, you know, but you, there's a little narrow window that you can hit it into. But if you get it in there, um, it, it's only 575 yards. These guys can score on this court, on this hole. I like Victor Hovland, the under on this hole, okay? He is the number one player in this field in par five sport. I liked what I saw from Victor last week. Um he was so up and down, but the kid fought, man. I love Victor. Yeah. I'm, I'm such a big Hovland Same. fan. Um, but I like him for round number one. You know who's not? Think, Daniel Berger. <laughs> I know. Berger's not. Berger's not. Um, or maybe so. I don't know. They get into these things, like, on the course, and then maybe afterwards they all, like, have a good laugh. And they're like, eh, I was, maybe I was over. Kind of like me. Yeah. Of course, all the time. Um, so number 11, par five, under four and a half. I like Victor Hovland there. And these guys, I think, are going to score. They and that's where I think we got a little bit of an edge. Okay. And so I'm going to give you one and then I'm going to let DB give. I thought you're giving I us think, two. I think they're going to make some birdies out here. And so I'm going to hammer the over on total birdie. And I like Dustin Johnson over three and a half birdies on thursday okay so just he's just got to get four birdies they've got four par fives just give me i mean i, I don't care it, he he's gonna have birdies out here I, I think he can at least have five but it doesn't matter all he's got to do is get four so dj over three and a half on total bird yeah i think right now i mean you, you guys need to do this because i think price picks is going to change some of this the weather looks perfect for Thursday as of now, as of Tuesday. It looks warm enough, the, no wind. I mean, last year there were 41 guys that shot two under or better 
on this golf course on day one. Keegan Bradley was your first round leader at seven under. And most of the birdie or better props are currently set at three and a half. I mean, that's to get four birdies on a course with four par fives where 41 people shot two under or better last year and the first round leader was seven under is not that hard to do. So I think you pound the overs on some of these birdie or better numbers as long as it stays at three and a half, especially. Pat mentioned DJ. Um, Russell Knox is one I like the most. His number is at three. And Russell Knox has done very well at this golf course, comes in in fantastic form. I think that one is as big a lock as there's ever been. Yeah. So at three or three and a half, I would play that one with Russell Knox. Uh, and Shane Lowry's at three and a half, who's playing hot right now. So, I mean, I, I think you pound the over on birdie or better. If I was going to take an under uh, somewhere, just for kicks and giggles, actually, let me make sure that the under is still where it's at. Let's see here. Uh, yeah, it is. Yes, for both. I'm going to give you some bonus plays tonight because I, I like these numbers a lot. I'm taking the under on total strokes round one for Harold Varner at 72. So that just means all he has to shoot is even par. It's a par 71. Harold Varner shoot even par. Coming off a great week at the players. So yeah, let's do that's it. a good. I didn't even see that one. That's good. And Keegan's at 71. So he, all he has to do to hit the under is shoot one under. This guy led. He was shot seven under in round one last year. And we know how, how hot he can be. And he's hot right now. So, I mean, unless he's just completely emotionally spent after the week that he had and the wacky turn of events on Sunday, I don't know. I still see Keegan coming out here and shooting at least one under or better. So there we go. Prize picks plays. Shout out to Prize Picks. You can still sign up for Prize Picks and use promo code TJ and get a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Legal in like 26 states. It's just the best. It's the most fun. I, I'm winning more money on Prize Picks right now than I am DFS. I yeah, broke even in DFS last week. I won money on price. It really is a lot of fun too, and especially since you can kind of live live yeah. play it like you do, like you did last week for the uh, on hole number sixteen on, yeah. on Monday. I, I mean, do way better doing this live than I do showdowns. Yeah, and they're adapting to things as they're happening in the turn. I mean, like yeah. Noah, like you wouldn't see this on a DFS site, you know, where they uh, you know, put up something. And said, "All right, we're going to play hole number sixteen on a Monday, when they've had delays all week. I mean, it really is. It's it's a it's a fun way to really play, you know, more games throughout the tournament. Yep, love it. All right, sign up. All right, let's get to the final segment for tonight's show. We're going to recap some stuff, Pat. We've got, uh, you know, we've gone through a lot of names here. Gone through a lot of names and." We need to go over the ones we like the most, the ones we think you need to jump on right now, and some top 20s as well. And I have a couple props I'm going to throw out, or one prop I'm going to throw out. Presented to you by Covers.com, winning starts covers. Go there, check out our article. I got three head-to-head matchups, two nationality props, and a top 40 that I'm about to give you right now. I'm going to give you, go ahead and give you a sneak preview of that one. Pat, my top 40, I'm going to, make, I'm going to hit you with this right off the bat. I have a top 40 bet, Pat, that I love. And wow, I don't bet okay. top 40 bets. Wesley Bryan, a.k.a. Wedgley Bryan. Oh, man. Wedgley right. Bryan. Here we go again. Wesley Bryan. Is it 5-1? 5-1 one. to one to top 40. Basically, just to make the cut and do a little bit better. Like, make the cut, do a little bit better. 5-1. to one. He is on the final start of his medical, uh, major medical exemption. This is the spot he chose. He can, he can choose. He chose, he chose Copperhead. He chose Ennisbrook. 
rightfully so. He finished 48th here last year, which isn't great, but he did finish 7th here his first time out in 2017. Wesley Bryan um, fits the mold here. He hits a lot of fairways. He's a decent iron player. Historically, a really good wedge player and putter, although he hasn't shown a lot of form of late. But we just saw a guy named Ryan Brim, who in the last start of his major medical, had to finish second or win to retain full status on the PJ Tour at the Puerto Rico. And what did he do? He won at the Puerto Rico. Like, these guys get a little extra juice in their loins. He didn't just win. He won like five, five He won handily. Strokes. These guys get a little extra juiced up when it comes to that. Now, now Wesley is a former winner, so he's going to have He's going to have lifetime status to some extent as a past champion. He's got some conditional status. He's not going to fully go away if he doesn't, if he doesn't do this. But I think he, ha- he has to finish like a solo sixth or better to get full status, and I think he has to finish like 50th or something or better to get conditional. So he's going to be gunning. I mean, like he's coming into this ready to go. He's not wasting the start if he's not. So there we go. Um, I'm going Wesley Bryan. You mentioned Vaughn Taylor. Vaughn Taylor's 9-1 to to top 20. I mean – he checks all the boxes, whatever. Vaughn Taylor, top 20, I'll go with that. Uh, Russell Knox, who I've gone on and on about tonight, love him, plus 275, top 20, and Alex Noren, plus 280, top 20. Love those top 20 numbers. And then my favorite outrights that I think you need to jump on now would be Aaron Wise, who I mentioned at 100 to 1. I think that number gets shorter, and all we need is just a, just average putting week from Aaron Wise, and we're, we're in contention. And then Russell Knox and Alex Noren at 70 to 1, I think you jump on those. Okay. Well, a few more. Well. These are your favorite you just gave? You just switched yes. totally. From, okay. um, so I like Lucy at 24 to 1, big fan of his, and I'm a huge fan of Abraham Answer at 35 to 1. Those are my two favorites there in that kind of shorter range. Mid-range, I love Adam Hadwin at 60 to 1. If we're looking at some top 20 plays, there's a few here that I really like. Um, one, here's a, here's a name for you. Graham McDowell. Ooh. Woo. Oh. Plus 750. I, I think Graham McDowell could have a good week. This is like, he's another guy that kind of picks a spot. This is a good course fit for him. He's not very long or anything, but he's, he's straight, you know, good ball striker. I like Graham McDowell there at plus, plus 750. A couple others that I like here, if you're, if you're looking at um, just top 20s that are my favorite this week. Uh, I like Patton Kazire at plus 450. I mentioned him as an outright. And then this is kind of like a fear of missing out. So I don't want to, like, this is a FOMO play. I don't want to, I'm not going to bet him outright because I don't think he can win. But Troy Merritt, he's going to, Troy Merritt's going to end up on the leaderboard somewhere. He's okay. at plus 410. I like him also as a top 20 bet. And then the last one that I will give you here in this top 20 range um, is his. Read it. Plus three hundred, top okay. twenty. I love that. That's that, that's my favorite top twenty right there. Okay, believing in the Kisner. Hey, I forgot to mention this. We're gonna give away a Masters T-shirt. Um, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up the show tonight. But here's a way to give get yourself a Masters T-shirt. We got a few of these left. They're from the 2020 Masters. So that that really weird November Masters. It says 2020 Masters Augusta National Golf Club on it. We've got some XLs and some larges left. So if you're not an XL or large, then don't won't worry about it. Or you could give it as a gift. There you go. Uh, all you got to do to win is comment here on this YouTube video. Drop your Twitter and or your Instagram handle. Twitter and or Instagram handle right here on the YouTube channel. Give it a like. Give it a thumbs up. Subscribe, comment, all that goodness. And uh, listen, let's have a great week. We'll see you next week. Let's bend over your book. See ya!